Does he not leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. I give you Jonathan Wolf. Hello. Uh, I guess I'll just get right into it. Uh, I became a Christian on uh, May 30th, 1999. And uh, I was a Christian until about 2002, roughly towards the end of 2002. And it was great. The whole time being a Christian was great. Uh, can't really share too much about that, but it was good. And then uh, I left the church because my pride. And to the end of 2002, I had some disagreements, so... I left in my pride thinking I was going to leave and fight sin on my own and start a movement of God on my own. And uh, that did not happen. <laughs> I uh, fell into any sin you can think of any on the sin list, every single one. Everyone, absolutely. Uh, that has to do with men, uh, not the women's. Uh, you guys got your own category, but uh, <laughs> definitely uh, every sin. But I wanted to talk about the sin of the, of, of the sinful nature in the mind and on the heart when I left. Uh, you, there's a searing that goes on because I was gone for about 10 years. And when you're gone for that long, God continues to advance towards you. And me uh, declining his advancements and his love every year hardened the heart more. So you go nine years and every year goes more and more and more down. And you don't really know how hard-hearted you are. Until you try to return. And you start fighting against that hard heart. But uh, the sins of the mind and the heart of mine was I started to hate Jesus Christ for no reason. That's how hard-hearted my heart got. I, intrusive thoughts by the enemy. The devil is real. Let you guys know. Uh, I've experienced him on almost on a one-on-one basis out there. And uh, there is the searing of the goodness leaving that I built up within the three years when I was a Christian and replaced by his character. The devil hated God for no reason. He still hates God for no reason. Just like uh, we can categorize his sin as pride towards God, but it's for no reason. And uh, so I started to hate God for no reason in my heart. And coming back uh, to God has been such a struggle because I love Jesus now again, but how do you start off Praying to somebody and asking them for forgiveness if you hate them. You know what I'm saying? So that, that is what I really want to drive home to, to, to anybody is that your heart can get so hard that you will hate God for no reason. And then you're going to have to fight against that. Because that thought has been built in there for years and years and years from the enemy. And your own sinful nature is mounted up and mounted up. My sins are higher than the heavens. Uh, I guess... Uh, what I wanted to mention about coming back, the encouragement about coming back is no matter how vehemently the devil has attacked me with his waves and waves and waves, Christ, Holy Spirit, uh, the Father, uh, has definitely continued to reveal himself in me and encouraging me and drawing me to fall in love with him again after I hated him. Like, I hated, you know. So uh, I guess that's all I really wanted to share because of time. But uh, if you guys are visiting... If anybody's out there visiting, uh, I wanted to share a scripture with you guys. It's in John chapter 7, 
verse 17. If you guys are like struggling with is, is this real or is uh, the doctrine correct, uh, just humble your hearts out and, and save yourself from this corrupt and perverse generation, as the Bible says, because it's very deceitful and very corrupted. And if you guys do not believe that this is a correct church or the correct way, the, uh, the scripture Jesus Christ says right here is very clear. He says in verse 16, actually, in John chapter 7, it says, Jesus answered, my teaching is not my own. It comes from him who sent me. If anyone chooses to do God's will, he will find out whether my teaching comes from God or whether I speak on my own. So basically, to summarize that, the Christ is saying, hey, man, if, if you don't believe anything Jonathan has said today, just believe my word and obey it just a little bit. Just a little bit, and you'll figure out that I have come from God, and I am the Savior of the world. So uh, I guess uh, my one, one <laughs> thank you. The, <laughs> the last thing I wanted to share is just an apology to any of the brothers that were uh, here when I left, because there is people in this congregation that I've known when I left, and I want to apologize that you guys were in the battle the whole time, and I was out there, and I wasn't. And you guys continue to fight, and I, I appreciate that, and I'm sorry for not being there. And for anybody who's new, I would have still been around when you guys became Christians, and I wasn't here to encourage you and to inspire you guys as well. So I have my sincerest apologies. So that's it. That's all I really want to share. You know, there's nothing like a, a transformed live to bring us close to the cross. I'm just going to share one scripture. Uh, I just appreciate, uh, you know, it's very difficult to come back after you've been gone for nine years. And, uh, you know, I've, I've spent time with Jonathan, and uh, I've just seen God restoring his heart, his soft-heartedness, his faith, his willingness to do whatever it took just to be right with God and his eagerness. But um, if you look in First Peter uh, chapter 2, um, I just did a study with our young Christians about suffering in our bodies. Um, and Jesus obviously suffered in his body. Uh, but if you look at starting in verse um, 20, it says, But if you suffer for doing good and you endure it, this is commendable for, before God. To this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. And just like Jonathan shared, we were all like sheep going astray. But now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Let's pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much, uh, God, for uh, restoring uh, Jonathan's heart, God, to a right place with you. God, it's, it's your single purpose um, in this world, God, is to reconcile people to you. Father, I'm so grateful that you always show mercy, mercy and patience in uh, everyone's lives. God, we are all like sheep who go astray and really grateful for Jonathan's testimony today. I pray uh, today that if anyone, God, uh, feels like they are not reconciled to you, that they will uh, talk to someone and study study your word, God, and, and allow Jesus to reconcile their life to you. Father, and if anyone else is thinking about leaving, uh, God, your family, uh, just let the testimony of Jonathan's life uh, 
sink into their heart, God, so they can stand firm and get the help they need. But we're just really grateful for the body of Jesus that was broken for us in his blood, God. And we're, we're grateful that we can commune with you this morning or this evening in Jesus' name. Amen.